What is up? It's Bridget here on WPG 1071. I've got Sewing Needle live in studio here. Thanks for joining me, guys. What up? Thanks for having us. Um, Do you want to go around and introduce yourselves and what instruments you play to start off? Uh, I'm Danny. I play uh, bass in this band. I'm Calvin. I play guitar. And I'm Drake, and I play the skins. (laughs) Otherwise, the the skins. (laughs) Yes. Nice. For the people, the skins, so. ah, yes, there you go. Um, for the people at home who who don't know you guys, um, how would you how would you describe your music? Start off. I don't know, Drake. What do you think? Um, a bit heavy, a bit sad, a bit fast, a bit slow. A little bit sweet and salty is what I like to say. Yeah. Kind of bring it back salty? to food. I'm a I'm a foodie. Ah. Um, I don't know if you knew that about me. We just met, so <laughs> I think you knew that. Now you do. Now I do. Um, big food. <laughs> I just love, I love food. I mean, we can expand on that, sure. <laughs> Dude, does food influence your writing a lot? Uh, I will say that it's made me consider changing my name. Really? Yeah. My, my name is not legally yet, but it will be Ruben Bratwurst Fredrickson. <laughs> my, my God-given name is Calvin Fredrickson. I see. But I'm a huge Ruben fan. I'm trying to eat 50 this year. Yeah, what Which you've already uh, surpassed that, I've right? eaten 39. Oh, wow. Wow. So got to get going. I'm in the market for 11 more, and if Champagne has one that is not to be missed, I need that in my body. <laughs> I, I'm vegetarian, so I can't help you there, but... Ooh, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay, so that's ambitious. Have you heard of the new uh, bloody fake meat burger? No. The Impossible Burger? We were just talking... I'm a vegetarian also. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, Respect. New, yeah. new burger, veggie burger that has fake blood in it to taste more like a real burger. What? Haven't tried it yet. What does fake blood consist of? They, they used some chemical that's found in blood and added it to <laughs> beet juice. How is that vegetarian? <laughs> that's a good question. It's like a mineral or something. It yeah, could be iron. Yeah. Blood taste. Okay, iron. Yeah, yeah, iron. I can see that. Yeah. All right. Well, you have hemoglobin. And okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Iron binds hemoglobin. So This I is sh- a good time to mention that Drake is getting his Ph.D., at Wash U. Indeed. Oh, wow. Congrats. Not only is Drake the drummer of the uh, hit rock band Sewing Needle, <laughs> he is getting his PhD in St. Louis, which we are separated, being the two of a Danny and I from Chicago, Drake's in St. Louis. So it really makes the distance makes the heart grow fonder, mm-hmm. as I say. <laughs> so <laughs> we're really fond of each other. I can feel that. Yep. <laughs> well, so I always like to ask this question um, where did the name Sewing Needle come from? Is there. Significance also in the way, like it, you presented as all undercase, all in word. What's Super the stylized. That? Yeah, it's it's a legal requirement to uh, okay. to uh, you know do not capitalize it, make it one word, don't separate it. I see some some journals out there trying to do that, and I just <laughs> wag my f- <laughs> I wag I wag my finger at them. <laughs> right. But I, I will say that I what was it like five years ago. I think is when we started under this name mm-hmm. and uh, in Chicago at the time. Drake, were you living in Edwardsville? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Drake and I grew up together, so we've been kind of fooling around playing music for, for many years, and then we formed under the name Sewing Needle with another mutual friend, and uh, I just like the name Sewing Needle, and I'm a huge Laura Ingalls Wilder fan, okay. and there's a lot of like knitting and seamstressing going on with that, um, and so I thought I want to keep it minimalist and keep it low-key. I like the idea of something being sewn together, uh, music can sort of like, you know, be sewn to. It's the fabric of our of our culture. Um, 
That's cool. <laughs> I mean, no, no, that's really cool. That's a really cool way of putting it. That's really interesting. I, I mean, it's totally true. It's something that really brings people together, especially in times when it's hard. In times of trouble, Mother Mary calls to <laughs> That's how it goes. Exactly. Almost. Something like that. Yeah. A up. Well, so you guys, you guys brought your instruments in here. You did. You can hear that um, rock, rock and guitar. Yeah. Uh, you guys, you said you want to play a few songs? You want to start with one? Yeah, why don't we start with um, a song from our record that's out called Vote in No Confidence on Aerial Ballet Records, which, free plug for our bassist Danny, it's his record label. <laughs> so we got vinyl and tapes out through Already Dead Tapes, and this is out in streaming, and we're going to play a track called Fit Like a Charm from that record. My bag of sharpened knives and dirty tricks Hello Good to meet you too Fine as ever But this is where the north and south divide That's the way she goes 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 The look of disappointment on their face To know what they could never comprehend Goodbye See you around, I guess For the record right here Is where the North and South divide That's the way she goes 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 Then when you're finally Back home from work You can sigh with a smile Recall for her Then revise every detail To fit like a charm Bless you, brilliant Half-cocked dummy, you fit like a charm. That was awesome. Thank if you're you. just tuning in, that was Sewing Needle live in studio. Um, so one thing that I wanted to ask you guys about was um, what are some of your influences uh, when it comes to 
writing music, I'm hearing a little bit of like folk, a little bit of Americana, but also a little bit of like punk. Like, what, where, where do you guys come from in the writing process? Cool. Um, thank you. We, I think we all come from different songwriting backgrounds. Um, I write this, most of the parts and bring them to these two, and we hash them out together. Um, I think I used to like a lot more, a lot slower stuff, like slowcore and uh, emo, and I, I kind of moved to more faster, discordant territory. So nowadays we're a little bit more aggressive and uh, even more people hate our music as a result. <laughs> um, our moms hated it from the get-go, which is good. Um, That's good, yeah. And dads. <laughs> Yeah. Especially, yeah, especially moms with dads, too. Parents in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how you know you're doing it right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you're making the parents mad, um, we definitely not, are not dad rock. Um, just want to <laughs> make, there's been some haters online that have called, accused us of being dad rock, which oh, I, is downright slander. Um, <laughs> and if it's in the written form, of course, that'd be libel. Um, but I just, yeah, how about this? I'll guess who Drake, Drake's influences are, and we can kind of go around that way. All right, yeah. Get more specific. Do you want to get super fun. specific? Yeah, let's get specific. I'm going to blow his cover. I'm just going to tell you right now, Dave Grohl, <laughs> as a drummer. So are you just mentioning that because there's a Foo Fighters uh, I didn't even notice that, yeah. but that's so Foo Fighters so are sick. actually coming to town in November. Are they really? Yeah. Are they bringing the Foo? They are. By the way, Dave plays on like a throne nowadays. Ever since he broke his foot, he like sat on a throne. Really? And was I don't know if he's doing that anymore. I think that was, okay, that was just when he broke his foot. Yeah. One time only. Yeah. Drake, I will say Drake loves Dave Grohl's drumming. He would just play for hours to old Foo Fighters records, and I got another, and he's like, and then then you've got Led Zeppelin, John Bonham, big influence on Drake. I'll accept that one. Okay, he'll, he'll grant me that one. Um, Bonham's drums are, I mean, he's an amazing musician, but also like the way they sound on record uh, were definitely something we, a point of reference for our recordings. Uh, we recorded electrical audio in Chicago, and there's a really good room in there for drums, uh, so there's a big booming, like very natural, but... Uh, there's a nice like openness to the sound that we definitely wanted to apply to this past record called Vote in No Confidence and then the one that's going to come out next year. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I would say, I would guess Drake's a huge Bonham fan. And uh, <laughs> if you like Led Zeppelin, hook up with this guy, grab a brew, grab a tea. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, he's just down to hang, especially ice cream. You mentioned ice cream and his eyes light up. <laughs> Don't blame you. I'm there too. <laughs> ice cream's great. It's the best food. It is. Do you want to take a guess as to what Danny's influences are? Oh, I mean, he already mentioned the Beatles. Uh, I was off air. Off air. Okay. Um, so let <laughs> me true. take a guess on air. I'm going to say the Beatles. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Wow. Very much so. How, how did you ever come up Go with that? Figure. It's, they're pretty obscure. <laughs> yeah. But, so yeah. I just threw that I've heard of them. Um, okay. Well, I, I, I don't need to guess. I know that a big one for Calvin uh, is David Bazan, Pedro the Lion. Um, mm, never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, and uh, as as he mentioned, there's a lot of other like newer punk bands, especially in, in Chicago. Like we we have friends that are in a lot of bands that are inspiring to us. Like uh, Paper Mice is one that comes to mind. Yep, have had a huge influence on what we're doing. Yeah, um, definitely. Bazan was a, a big thing for me. Probably more like a few years ago. Still big fan of his work, um, but I think I'm really stoked on, like Danny mentioned, like Paper Mice from Chicago. Uh, Lardo was from Chicago, but now they're in on the East Coast. Um, Nanagon, Shipping News, uh, Touch and Go type stuff um, is, is where I'm, you know, where I'm at these days. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, the, the Chicago music scene? 
there's so many great bands have come out of there. Um, what are some of the things that you think are really unique about Chicago compared to other places? Yeah, so much history, and there's like a very obvious connection, like lineage-wise, to bands nowadays. Like you could say us, who are de- owe a debt to other bands like, mm-hmm. that were on Touch and Go 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're it's a great scene to be part of. Yeah. Um, in the past few years, we've kind of been a little bit better connected to it. Uh, it is tough not seeing each other a whole lot, not getting to play it together a lot. But the more we do it and the more folks we meet and the more people hear it, over time we've definitely developed a nice uh, handful of people that dig it and other bands whose sound we dig to. Uh, Danny plays in another band called Terriers. That's his main project. And his okay. he can tell you more about his sound. But it's cool to see bands like in that more in that realm like have their own circle of really amazing musicians. So... Yeah, suffice it to say, we're really pumped to play in Chicago and even in St. Louis when we get down to see Drake every now and again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so oh, kind of along those lines, what would you say is one of the favorite shows that you've ever played? Like, who who did you play with? Or, or is there a certain venue, like anything that just mm-hmm. pops out in your mind that was just like... Let's see. That was the night. <laughs> um, gosh, what do you think, Danny? That's a good question. Um, I know one that, <laughs> one that always sticks out in my memory is... Uh, a show we played a year or so ago at Shuba's in Chicago with uh, this band Longface, and uh, the other band was called Mia, which was spelled M-Y-E-A-H, I believe. Something like that. Um, yeah, a really fun show, and Longface is another band that's like, so they, they have a new record out, I think, as of this week mm-hmm. um, that sounds amazing. Yeah, and they've just been super supportive for, to us, and always fun to play with them that that sticks out in my mind yeah yeah i think uh i'm just enjoying playing rec- as recently as like last night we played in st louis and had a really fun show at a house and uh sometimes the sound can be spotty at house shows but the sound was pretty good and um, i'm really enjoying our newer material uh to me it feels a little bit more uh, vital and like exciting as with anybody our new stuff's our best stuff <laughs> but uh, I really am pumped about the new songs and I think we're all kind of they're a little bit more aggressive and a little bit more up tempo um, we still enjoy playing the slower stuff from the previous record and we we're gonna play another one today but um, yeah I'm loving the new stuff uh, we got a really fun show coming up December 2nd with the Rutabaga from nice. uh, Indiana and Nonagon also from Chicago so kind of a really good collection of people first and then their music happens to be really good so i'm really excited for that show at cafe mustache in chicago on december 2nd nice um drake maybe has a memory of a show that he enjoyed or you could flip that script and tell him about a show that we bombed at i mean there's plenty of examples of shows that we bombed at I think. for sure um yeah i don't know i mean i think a lot of my more interesting memories of shows are like really right when we started as a band mm-hmm. where we kind of had like no idea yeah, we're still figuring we were it out right um and to <laughs> me those kind of hold a, a special place <laughs> and those are the fun times right you mean, know it's like yeah. right. you don't know yeah. what you're doing no one really cares just there to have a good time like. right perhaps we've improved since then i'm not perhaps. entirely sure <laughs> i hope right. so yeah i think so i, I think it's the drake <laughs> the drake the rapper lyric goes I'm here to have a good time, not a long time, I think is what he says. Maybe Nick <laughs> yeah. could correct me on that lyric if he remembers, but I'm here to have a good time, not a long time, um, is my, <laughs> that's my Drake Beautiful. impression. I think it's his birthday, uh, October 23rd, is so really? I don't know if you guys observed that here. 
Wow. <laughs> I missed out on that, but oh well. But so that, of course, year. no connection to our drummer, Drake. Oh, oh, <laughs> he okay. prefers to go by Drake the Huge. It's kind of an ego thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just have a massive ego. I can't even <laughs> keep a hand on it. It's uncontrollable. Yeah. How can you fit in this room? It's a small room to start with. <laughs> yeah. And then when you bring room. somebody with a presence like Drake's and a, a drum sound <laughs> as huge as his, it's just it almost gets out of hand, you know. But not too out of hand. Just enough to where you're like, oh, this band is crazy, but like that was cool. <laughs> yep, sounds about right right now. <laughs> That's where I'm at in my mental space. <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys were talking about um, how you, you kind of evolved from your previous album to this new one. Do you want to talk a little bit about... Um, maybe how the writing process has changed or just what in general has changed or was it more just like you're growing up and trying new things? Yeah, um, lyrically, I think the songs are less sentimental now and they're more um, rooted in uh, interesting conceptual stuff. A lot of it's like just person, it's not like a, it's not like concept records. I think a lot of that stuff's just bunk. But for me, I drew, drew from a lot of experience of like the political climate and um, social, like, so socially in Chicago, like how segregated Chicago is, you mm-hmm. um, um, it's yeah. Uh, there's a lot of factors to the way Chicago runs and and how it doesn't run well that uh, inspired and informed a lot of the lyrical elements to kind of the cynical nature of the newer material. Whereas the older material was a little bit slower, more contemplative, and like rooted in like childhood memories. And so I wanted to move away from that and to get to something that felt a little bit more real and current and tap into some things that are pissing me off uh, currently, like within the scene or like politically uh, and how messed up Chicago is in the country to a greater degree. But um, yeah, for, for me, the songwriting still pretty much me coming up with riffs and like testing them out on Drake and Danny to see if they don't suck. And if they don't suck, then we'll flush them out. And Danny usually figures out what exactly I'm doing because he's more of a theory guy than me. <laughs> Um, and he could probably express some of the frustrations of dealing with me in that front. <laughs> it's mainly uh, time signature-wise, I would say. Yeah. They're not written <laughs> with that in mind, so a lot of our flushing out of songs is figuring out what the hell to do. <laughs> can, well, we can say the H- Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. H-E- oh, you're, you're fine. You're double fine. hockey sticks. Because if, if you get fined, send that invoice to Sony Needle, uh, the Sony Needle headquarters. Yeah, Sony Needle LLC. Yeah, DBA. Right. Um, <laughs> so no, you guys are we, good so far. Oh, okay, <laughs> thank you. We've had worse, trust me. Yeah, oh, um, really? Do tell. Oh. Um, <laughs> Did Foo Fighters come in here and drop some F-bombs, the Foo Bombs? I, I, I wish. That would have been worth Foo-bar, it. Were they you might say? That would have been worth it, you know? No, it was, a, it was a phone interview. I don't remember what band it was, and even if I did, probably wouldn't want to say it. But um, oh, you, you can. It was, um, yeah, it was a phone <laughs> interview, and the reception was bad in the first place, and... Mm. They just started dropping f bombs. There's something we <laughs> can like, do. Congrats on being yeah. a tough guy yeah. or gal. Yeah, I'm glad that I wasn't. I wasn't actually doing the interview. I was just <laughs> present because um, the person who's doing the interview just walked in while I was in the middle of my shift and said, "Hey, I've got an interview in five minutes." And you were so like, like, "WTF? Yep. What the foo? <laughs> what the foo?" So, yep. So that was a good time. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so you guys were talking about um, kind of how the political climate is kind of shaping your music and stuff. So how much do you feel like it's important to have music, have a message that's more universal as opposed to like, should music's purpose be to get a message across to a bunch of people or to have something that's really personal? You know, that's how do you feel? That's a good question. Uh, Danny can speak to that a little bit 
uh, in a different way than I could, you know, as he writes songs for his band Terriers. But for me, with the sewing needle stuff, um, I mean, I think it's... I, I, I get a kick out of people and say, oh, you know, we write music for the fans, or we, like, we, you know, like U2 type, like, <laughs> BS, where they're like, you know, uh, a humanitarian campaign to, like, solve the world's problems, I think is a little bit presumptuous. A little bit, um, yeah. And I think, like, you know, U2 really did me wrong when they installed that record on my phone through the cloud. <laughs> so I have a personal vendetta against Bono and uh, The Edge. Fair enough. Um, along with the other members whose yeah. names I don't know. Um, but like Larry something. Larry Mullen Jr. Oh, yeah. Larry and <laughs> and uh, what's Adam Clayton? Adam Clayton? Yes. Okay. I don't like either one of them. Um, <laughs> but I anyway, I when people are like, oh, this, this is sort of the fan, we do this for the fans, like, or, you know, I'm out to, like, spread my message. I, I respect people for, you know, writing music that really reaches a lot of people and has a positive message or a message that's vital. Um, I, I would be presumptuous to say that, like, oh, that's what we're doing with our band. I think I try to, to say things that are, cons- you know, s- smart or worthwhile, um, but I don't presume to do any of that. Sure, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just get a kick out when people say they're writing music for, like, their fans. It's like, uh, you're writing, uh, like, are, who are you kidding? Like, <laughs> you wrote the song, like, it came from your brain. Like, are you, like, tapped into the bored consciousness of your fans? <laughs> like, here's what our fans want. Like, yeah, okay. I just think it's, like, such mamby-pamby uh, rhetoric. Um, mm-hmm. What do you, what, how do you see that, Danny? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it seems to me, like, as long as you are, are, sincere in what you're doing that's what's more important it, you know you shouldn't shouldn't need to worry about whether you're making making a big political statement with your art if that's not what you what you do comfortably i think it just depends on the person but yeah i, I think the key is just being sincere and true to yourself mm-hmm. in what you're doing and i think the fact that we have pretty much like zero fans <laughs> that helps <laughs> helps because then we don't have to write for fans well we have bridget yeah. and nick that's two yeah, yeah you okay. got us <laughs> uh, we have slightly oh. more than zero but. shout out engineer nick <laughs> your boy he's here <laughs> he's not on mic though he's not on mic yeah. give him some love hey <laughs> that's what, now now we're talking yeah all right cool so um did you guys want to play another song yeah let's do we'll do two more um Maybe we'll play this one in the chat, and then we'll do we'll close with a cover. Sounds good. Yeah, um, we can do this. We've got um, a commercial break, and then we'll great. pick up where we are. So great. whenever you guys are ready. Cool. We'll make sure we're in tune here. Which one did you want to do? New strings. I tell you what. song called User Error. This is from our uh, upcoming record, also called User Error. It's a fun one. Shout out Danny on those uh, backing vocals. He's got some sweet harmonies on this one. Um, we're going to put this record out next spring-ish, so 2017, or 2018 rather, um, on vinyl and tapes through Already Dead. So here's the title track, and it's a real hit. <laughs> Two. Ooh. 
bombing at the open mic to none, sweating under hot parkings, looking for the prompter. Inspires you. The River Ganges. Have you been? A foreign voice says user error. Am I getting better or am I just whack a moling symptoms? Barbiturates. Wrecking system, psycho, somatico listens. Jesus, you look awful, buddy. You should really kick the monkey. Matt and Bubba, what was missing? Did you ever come across it? What a gas to get caught up. It's been years. Is your number still the same? We're looking for a sponsor. Think of the exposure. Well, I'll follow up in a few days. A foreign voice says user error. Am I getting better or am I just whack a moling symptoms? Barbiturates wrecking system. Psychosomatico listens. Jesus, you look awful, buddy. You should really kick the monkey. Matt and Bubba, what was missing? Did you? Ever come across it? What's up? We're back. It's Bridget here. We're on WPG 107.1. Before the break, you just heard User Error playing, uh, sorry, Sewing Needle playing User Error live in studio. Um, do you guys want to talk a little bit about that song? Break it down for us, maybe? Uh, sure. Yeah, that one's pretty straightforward. Um, talking about, you know, coping mechanisms, uh, substance abuse, feeling like, you know, you plug up one hole in the dam only to find another one open up. Without you know, out of reach, and you know, um, whack them. Yeah, there's a reference to Bedhead in there. I like Bedhead a lot, and Matt and Bubba are terrific musicians. Uh, so yes, yeah, you know, kind of drawing inspiration from some people I know from my own life. 
Um, and it's, you know, tough to stay healthy psychologically and, like, bodily. And I, you know, have struggled with that myself. So that song's pretty, you know, I like the imagery of, like, a sterile, like, computer uh, voice saying, like, user error. So we, we got it. We did that in studio. We found some, like, uh, program that does that. It was really <laughs> oh, popular cool. in the 90s, if I remember. And it has, like, a really robotic, really funny sound, kind of chilling so we we like spat we punched that in the computer and spat it out and in that song it's it's layered in that I kind of like that touch. Um, That's cool. I'd like sort of like a uh, something like something as uh, sterile or as like removed as like a robot in a computer um, telling you that you're messing up pretty bad. Um, mm. And it's kind of it's kind of like our our nod to the Matrix. Um, <laughs> nice. Okay. So you could say that like. In this song, we've taken the blue pill. <laughs> Good. Did he take the blue pill, or was it the red pill? <laughs> I don't even remember. I always mix up the I colors. Haven't seen yeah. that movie I don't know which one's which. I referenced it the wrong way, but yeah, I get, what you, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Are you a Matrix fan? I am, but it's been a while since I've seen it, and like I said, I always mix up the colors. Okay, <laughs> like you could say, it's like been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Do you guys do a lot of mixed media like that, or was that kind of the first song where you started mixing in like this um, oh, right other automated voice kind of? I think that's the only that's time the only we've done time, that, yeah. and it was just kind of a harebrained idea that these guys didn't shoot down, so we <laughs> we did it, and it sounds really cool. Our engineer Greg Norman uh, engineered it and mixed it, and uh, he's a goofball, so we love working with him. He lives in Chicago and is the one of the engineers at Electrical. Um, we did used to have keyboard in the band. Uh, we no longer have keyboards. Um, you'll hear some keyboards on the record that's currently out from 2015. Um, they're kind of more like an accent textural, uh, nothing too like driven by the keys. But we we like being a trio now, and so I don't have any uh, you know immediate interest in incorporating other instruments or any mixed media. Although it's kind of fun to do. Who knows? Maybe some more sample stuff. Um, maybe some spoken word. <laughs> about uh, yeah. our two favorite food items, Drake and mine, being uh, ice cream and Reuben sandwiches, specifically, there you go. Yeah, respectively. There you go. So uh, if we could get some spoken word going on that, we'd probably consider putting that yeah. in. Uh, well, we're, we're, we're going to try and release this next record on a Reuben somehow. We're yeah. looking into the technology. Yes. We're, we're working on it. we yeah. got our guys working on it. So I'm sure it can be. I mean, it's 2017. Yeah, you can exactly. do anything these right. days, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Nikhil's just sitting here laughing. <laughs> well, he knows. He's an engineer. He gets it. Yeah. Um, he. Yeah, we're going to put that into production uh, as soon as possible. So if you guys... Oh, sorry. Are you done? No, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> were, you guys, were you guys like um, planning on or have you experimented with any other things like that? Or not necessarily the same thing, but just have you tried experimenting uh, out of your normal range of sound? I don't know. Especially I think, with the new one. I think we briefly considered when our keyboardist, Joe, left couple years ago amicable split <laughs> sorry <laughs> if you guys are looking for some salacious gossip you're not getting it from me oh darn but he's moved on and we, we, danny and i talked about maybe having him play bass and keys mm-hmm. to try to like carry over that element to playing it as a trio and support piece and uh i don't know we just tried it out as a trio without even fussing with the keyboard and yeah it just it felt right I, I think especially with the new material being more minimalist it just it worked out yeah, um, we're just minimalist people by nature. 
right. As you can tell, we don't speak much or you know. or goof goof around even. Not a big fan of food. Uh, huge, huge, huge fan though. It's a, um, it's a maximalist when it comes to Rubens. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, max- so that's the one area in my life where I just splurge. Uh, I will say for the listeners at home, thank you for tuning in, for jamming in with us today and rocking with us. And keep it locked. Keep Don't touch that dial, as Tim Allen says. And, uh, uh, but I am dressed up as a llama today. So use your imagination. I've kind of got like a furry number on, a little top and a little mesh thing. Yeah. You didn't um, bring any other clothes. This is all I got. Down. Bought at the thrift store. I've been wearing it for four days straight. <laughs> there you go. I'm ripe. Not a joke. I'm ripe. Essence um, of I mean, Halloween's the one right time there. when no one's going to question exactly. that. Exactly. Absolutely yeah. not. Um, and they wouldn't even get close enough to question me because they'll they'll be deterred. Yeah. But uh, if you if you do want to see that, what, I think people in Champagne can see that tonight, right? That they sure can. Sure That's can, an excellent yeah. transition. We got a show of Blips and Chits, and it's with Isaac Arms and the Extremities uh, and two other bands whose names I can't remember. Our landmark and yeah, Longbird, right? right. Yep. <laughs> you got it. Uh, so that is uh, hit up our Facebook or their Facebooks, and we'll message you the address to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, our music's on Bandcamp, so sewingneedle.bandcamp.com will be a good place to find our stuff. And, um, yeah, pump for the show tonight. We have never played with I- – I don't think we've ever played with Isaac. No. We we have never met him in real life. We'll be meeting him for really? the first time. We're gonna meet, oh, he's a great guy. Yeah. If we get catfish, we'll, so help me, we've, I'm, losing, <laughs> I'm losing it. Well, we've interacted no with him so much online that I feel like I know him. But Right. Yeah. But do we really know him? Yeah, we'll I know out. he likes Golden Harbor a lot. <laughs> he does. I swear he like. I think he worships it. Yeah, he Secretly. might, and that's on him. You yeah. know, yep. seems like a cool place. We <laughs> might go check it out yeah, after hope. we're done. We here. may. I wouldn't be surprised if, if he just makes takes you takes you guys all over there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but if any restaurants are tuning in, thanks again for tuning in, playing us <laughs> playing us on your uh, radios at the restaurant <laughs> on the intercoms. And if you do want to sponsor a starving artist, uh, we will be happy to come in and eat your food and plug it. <laughs> Ideally, you have ice cream. And a vegetarian <laughs> and option. <laughs> and a vegetarian <laughs> option for, for Danny. Yep, there but, we go. But uh, we, we are definitely not above plugging uh, any anything if it means that we stand to gain some. <laughs> some. Uh, I'm not so sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we can find some exception. Well, you'll be out now. Yeah, I, I have a line. I don't know about you. Yeah. But. Okay. Great. Well, we'll work this out off air. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So, um, is this your, your guys' first time in Champaign-Urbana? No. Uh, we played here, what, about a two year, years ago, maybe? year or two ago, yeah, um, at Mike and Molly's. Um, oh, rest in R.I.P., yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Mike and Molly's is cool. Yeah. I think Isaac helped set up He did, show. yeah. He did, yeah. Yeah, we played with uh, Earth Mover, I think. Earth yeah. Uriah. We played with Uriah. Uriah, for sure. Uriah, um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Earth Holder, maybe? Earth, Earth Holder. Holder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's still a thing. Potentially R.I.P., Pre-RIP. Maybe, yeah, I'm not sure. R.I. <laughs> <right>, possible? R.I. <laughs> <right>, possible. <laughs> but um, that was a fun not. show. Yeah. yeah. And Uriah, those, those guys were all awesome. They, uh, we hung out with them afterwards. Yeah. I actually, Eric from uh, Uriah, I think uh, works at Polyvinyl now. I had ordered a record from them, and I got a pack of stickers and a note from him. That was really, what a guy. really nice. Yeah. Did he remember... Who you were? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> were these smelly stickers or just? They normal? were just normal stickers. Oh, yes. Darn. No scratch and sniff. No. <laughs> Pick up your game, Eric. Man. I tell you, nobody. If I were if I were a sticker, nobody would want to scratch a sniff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so you guys have, you've you've been around the area. You know a lot of the people from the music scene. What do, what do you what do you think of Champagne? I always like asking people from like Chicago or big cities what they think of yeah. this town because it's. It's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we haven't spent a ton of time here, but I, I like 
the vibe so yeah. far. Like, I actually, we, we were saying we had never really been around this downtown area mm-hmm. before. It seems really cool. Right. A lot of students. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a whole row of Asian restaurants. Is that, like, a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. I don't know. I mean, honestly, I can tell you I grew up here, and the restaurants that are on Green Street change all the time. Uh, so yeah. one day okay. I'll just be walking down, I'll look up, and be like, I don't remember that being there. I was like, how long has that been there? <laughs> that? And, and then like, all the friends who's been like, oh, it's been there since we were here. And then other times <laughs> they'll be like, yeah, that just opened yesterday. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it's always changing. But, yeah, that yeah, seems I to wanted, be a thing. A lot of people really like Asian cuisine and culture here. It seems I to do be too. a too. I want to eat at all of them. Yeah. I'm in with that. Yeah. I'm down with it. So Would you say you're down with the clown? <laughs> I don't like clowns. <laughs> what about insane clown posse? Hmm. <laughs> Not vibing with that? Woo woo. Who did? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I don't like the name though. It listeners at, listeners at home should know that we are all dressed in full, full insane ICP clown. Yeah. Face paint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm terrified. We're drinking right now. Fago right now. Oh, this bagel is so good. <laughs> making me want to burp, though. I wouldn't dare do that on air. It just tastes so orange. Yeah, mine's purple. <laughs> Taste, it's the purple flavor. Yeah. Grape, we're, maybe? Yeah. What? <laughs> is the purple flavor grape? It's purple. It's, it's the purple. It's okay. Purp- yeah. It's color. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Could be plum. Ooh, plum. Could be. Could be blue raspberry, but looks purple. Uh, could be happens. blueberry, yeah. but just like a purple hue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like coming here. I, I hardly ever... <laughs> No, I want to talk more about Fago flavors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did come in. We, I mean, yeah, like Danny said, we hardly ever come down here, but um, I like the town. Playing college towns is fun, especially if school's in session. If it's not, it's uh, it's a lonely and miserable uh, affair. Yeah. Um, we played in Ames, Iowa a couple years ago. Ames, Iowa. Drake was, Danny was not That would have been just you two, yeah. Danny wasn't on this tour. We had a replacement basis. Shout out Ryan Smith. Um, he's a he's a sound engineer for hire as well, so hire, hit him up. He's in Chicago, but we played in Ames like right before school's in session, and we mm-hmm. played to like a the bartender and uh, somebody who like accidentally came in and like left <laughs> shortly thereafter, oh. as well as the band that played after us, which was like a Pearl Jam cover band or something like that. I mean, and I they hated that. us, and oh. it was the feeling was mutual. Um, okay, so, that's bad. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It's like if school, if school is not in session, nobody's even there. So I mean, this town is a little bit different because a lot of people come to school here and stay here because mm-hmm. we have a lot of cool things affiliated with the university or not affiliated with the university. We have a lot of businesses that recruit that are local. So it does, does definitely empty out and get pretty quiet, um, you know, outside the school year. But there's still a lot of bands that are here, like, all year round. And so yeah, it, it's it, kind of fun. It seems like the music scene yeah. is, really, is really... So it's pretty cool. It's here. really it's interesting cool. to see how the music scene changes just, like, by month. Yeah. Based on, like, who's there. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like I'm always seeing bands pop up from the area who, you mm-hmm. know, they're students, and maybe they, maybe they end up moving on or finish their degree, and, like, it's a short-lived band. But yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'd love to play here again, but we're really excited to be playing tonight with uh, with all those bands. Yeah, I have blips and shits. Blips and shits. Yeah. Um, so do you do you have like a, a preference between ven- like do you prefer to play at a venue or versus house shows? Do you have like a, an opinion on that, or is it just like both good different things? Yeah, it's totally different, but yeah, mm-hmm. there's definitely benefits to both. The house shows are just cool because they're casual. You get to actually meet people and hang out with them. Um, Meet the fans. Well, I, especially like just when we're coming to a town that we don't hang out in as much, like Champagne. Um, yeah, I, it's just like at a venue. There's 
sometimes there will be like a really strict time you have to be out of the room so like everyone just disperses mm-hmm. um but then it's, it's totally great to play at venues too for other reasons um it's like not to knock some house shows we've played but the sound is not great all the time <laughs> sure yeah yeah but it's not not great sometimes yeah sometimes it's good yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while with the double negative there i was like wait what, are you, what is he saying should i do a triple <laughs> negative and triple down <sighs> i mean you'll lose me but sure okay okay i don't want to lose you um i I like both. Um, yeah. I like venues. If, we're, if we do play venues, I like venues with shorter stages, like lower stages, mm-hmm. so you're closer to the audience. Um, I don't know. I, I just like the intimacy of house shows. Um, it can be hard booking them because they're like really mm-hmm. based on relationships and like knowing the people who run the house. Definitely. So yeah. if you're trying to book house shows around town, um, you're at a disadvantage if you don't have a personal connection yeah. with somebody that runs it or somebody who knows somebody who runs it. So that can be frustrating to try to like dig in and, and make a connection, but when you do, it's usually really rewarding. Like, oh yeah, you know, sure. we got plenty of gas money after the show last night, so that's really appreciated. Um, in a way that sometimes venues they have different costs associated with their mm-hmm. uh, the logistics of running the show, so you can end up just getting paid very little, uh, if anything, which is tough for Drake if he's driving up from St. Louis to play a show in Chicago right, yeah. and you get twenty bucks. I mean, that won't even get him all the way back to St. Louis in gas. So then I just have to walk the rest of the way. Yeah. Then he just walks. So, yeah. But um, yeah, I, yeah. But then again, sometimes it, the sound is just far superior at a at a legit venue, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone's fret sound person's cool. You get paid okay. Um, yeah, but they they both are mm-hmm. terrific. We'll play. We'll take anything. Uh, <laughs> we're, sure. we're pretty yeah. much. Uh, we'll we'll do it all. Uh, like I said, we'll plug you if you wanna <laughs> pr- if you wanna sponsor us, whether it's food or. Virtually anything, yeah. we will do that. We are we're definitely gunning for a Culver sponsorship, though. That's the mm. that's the big whale. Right, if Scoopy's right. listening, just know that we would gladly we would have you at our we shows. Would sell our souls to be sponsored <laughs> by Scoopy and Culver. Totally. Yeah. I mean those. So those fries are like the crinkle fries. I think. Yep. yep. But forget the fries. Onion rings. I have not found better onion rings. Cheese curds ever. are pretty. good. The curds are well. good too. Yeah. And butter burgers. Better bread and beef makes a butter burger better. Uh, that's a free plug. <laughs> but I think if we can get Scoopy out to some of our shows, it's going to have to be an all ages show because it's going to be a lot of kids, a lot of children. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, I mean, that is something that's. <laughs> all right. Well. <laughs> it got dark for a second. Oh. No, but like they're going to want to meet Scoopy and take pictures of him and. Sure, if they yeah. if they like the music, then they can buy the record. I guess um. <laughs> as long as their allowance covers. As long as they get enough allowance, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I would I would concur with Danny on that. We get that that's that Culver's money, mm-hmm. boy. Especially because like, we live in the Midwest. Yeah. Culver's are everywhere. They are, yeah. Um, but luckily, we're finally getting one in Chicago proper. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Two, been, eventually, oh, yes. Yeah. So there's Where's one the going, second one going. There's going to be one in Wrigleyville, and then. One in Irving one in Park, I think. So, oh, maybe yeah, or, maybe Bron- Irving Park, yeah, too. Yeah. But, like, it's a big part of our diet on the road when yeah. we're just, like, road gigging and road dogging it. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's a tradition. When we're when we're on the, the highway strip, you see the Culver sign and you just got to pull over. Yeah. And you just sing to yourself, Life is a highway. <laughs> a little ode to Tom Cochran. Yeah. I do prefer the Rascal Flats version, though, a little bit slicker. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair not enough. As, uh, not as off-sounding. There's yeah. kind of a blue note in there. Like, yeah. Life is... <laughs> we, we can consider playing that later, but uh, 
Yeah, Culver's like if we if we if we play if we if we tour at all, do like a little weekender and don't go to Culver's, you'll know something's wrong. So we try okay. to keep the fans updated on like what are we eating. Yeah, fans, Although, if you ever yeah. want to find these not, guys, check out the nearest Culver's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll probably be there. We have not gone to Culver's yet this weekend. No, but we'll be going on the way back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's, there's, yeah. So everything. At least right. one in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So okay, so you guys you've done a, f- a little bit of touring. Do you have you actually gone on tour? Or have you more just been like okay, going to places nearby? Like, haven't done like anything farther than a couple states away mm-hmm. for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be fun if we can align our schedules to do that next year. Um, it's tough with, you know, we don't really have much time off. Yeah, like sure, Calvin yeah. and I both work full time jobs for small businesses. Drake is is in school, so it, it is tough to find yeah. mutual time. For but sure. if we if, if we can arrange it, we'd love to go out for two weeks, you know, next year in support of the new album. That'd um, be cool, yeah. Drake's schedule in particular is really demanding and kind of like yeah. in it, flux. So if we don't go on tour, it's Drake's fault. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but then again, shout out. If you want us to play your town, please tweet us, Instagram us, chat us. Yeah. Um, we're uh, not on Snapchat. Friendster. Are we? We're not. We're MySpace. Not MySpace. Yeah. But hit Zenga. us up, drop us, a, drop us a line. We'd love to play your town. Um, Visit your Culver's. But, yeah, we do weekenders. We do, you yeah, know, yeah. Friday, Saturday mm-hmm. shows. Drake will drive up, we'll drive down, uh, which has been rewarding. Uh, we'd like to do more, but we, we, we're constrained by schedules, so mm-hmm. we understand that. Yeah, totally understandable. Well, do you guys have any, um, like, crazy experiences that you've had on these little mini tours, or, or do you have any traditions that you guys normally do? Well, we mentioned these, Culver's. Culver's yeah. So... <laughs> Um, Tradition-wise, Drake has a hard time sleeping in the same room as me <laughs> due to a couple of nocturnal issues. Um, <laughs> I, I snore like crazy. And uh, I'm sorry, so that was just one nocturnal issue? What are some others? <laughs> if you wish to mention it, that's on you. Well, I'm asking. I don't know the others. I would like to know. I, we can just keep moving. For me, mainly, it's <laughs> snoring. Okay. Sure. Okay, well, I'll go ahead and say it. I do pass gas. I mean, like any who does, who doesn't? I mean, honestly, why are we giving me? Oh, you're, you're proud of it, though. I think that's why. I'm not here to boast about anything but our music. Um, uh, so we did outside after that just nightmare show in Ames, Iowa. We we drove to a, we like drove into a campground. I don't know how we got in after hours, but we did, and uh, we slept in a campsite and uh, Drake. I think Drake and I were on the same air mattress that had, in the middle of the night, completely deflated. And then meanwhile, I'm snoring my butt off and ripping butt. And uh, you took, like, the only blanket, so I was freezing and couldn't <laughs> so, sleep. I let it be known I am, miserable. I am a snuggler, but when it came to that night, I was not having it. And so uh, that, that is definitely a low, that was a low evening uh, playing such a lousy show, making no money, sleeping outdoors in, like, 33-degree weather. And uh, I actually, I, I got shut eye, but I think I speak for Drake when he had a miserable evening. Well, you got a good story out of it, so there you go. <laughs> yep. But then again, he does resent me for that. Yeah. Uh, and it's affected the, there's a rift that will never heal. There's a rift, and it contributes to the rifts being, like, <laughs> kind of tense, like there's some discord there. Um, but, so yeah, I mean... There. Generally, we're pretty amicable. Uh, being in a, in a car together, in a van together yeah, is... We're, obviously, uh, we're able to entertain ourselves. Yep. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, just, like, one last question to finish out. What's, like, the favorite your favorite live show that you've been to? Not necessarily that you played at, but what's Ooh, your favorite one okay. that you've hmm. gone, like, an artist that you went mm-hmm. to go see? Wow. You want to go, Danny? Sure, yeah. I, um, I, I have to say one of the best shows I've ever seen was uh, 
St. Vincent, uh, this was, this would have been two, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, with another band was lucky enough to go to play some shows at South by Southwest. Uh, and they gave us a pass to check out the other shows. St. Vincent, I think had just started her tour at the time, uh, for her self-titled album and that just the whole, like the, the playing, the stage show, everything was so cool. It was one of the, one of the best shows I've ever seen. Danny's been playing the new record in the car for me and I don't know her music too well, but it's it, absolutely crazy. It's so good. I don't know. And I've seen her perform at Pitchfork once and how she plays all that stuff live and has such a coordinated visual aesthetic. Um, yeah, bonkers. So is this tour her just solo, I think? This She's current one is, yeah. I, have not, I haven't seen the current tour, but yeah. yeah. That's what I hear. How about you, Drake? Uh, how about you, Calvin? <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I'll do two. How's that? Go ahead, um, yeah. I saw Godspeed You Black Emperor, a Canadian post-rock band, a couple years ago. They played the Metro. They played two nights at the Metro, and I saw one of those nights with my then-girlfriend, now wife. Um, <laughs> and that show just blew me away. Um, every bit as apocalyptic sounding as the records. And seeing it live was, I mean, I, as a, a memory I'll, I'll, I'll cherish. Um, and then more recently, the night my wife and I, not, well, then-girlfriend, <laughs> now wife, uh, the night we <laughs> got engaged... <laughs> We <laughs> so my, that's a complicated one. My, complicated my then fiance and I went to <laughs> went to see Godspeed. Uh, they were touring. Uh, I guess they'd like broken up and they got back together. But that was a great way to end our night. Um, uh, you know, having just gotten engaged and we're seeing this band we both like a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really cool. So I love that band. Uh, I don't listen to a lot of post rock like that anymore. But I mean, they're they're uh, among the best at that genre. So I, for a few reasons, sentimentally in particular, uh, will love, you know, we'll think about those memories. And that's two of the best shows I've ever seen. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, I mean, I normally prefer like louder shows, but uh, a lot of the stuff that resonates still with me and definitely elicits an emotional response is some of like uh, Bazan's recent house shows. Okay. Um, those have been incredible. Yeah. yeah. And so I've seen um, him on numerous occasions, and it's it's uh, definitely just like a different feeling that you get walking out. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think it's hard to, for me to pick out a specific one, but... Um, so you've been to several? Been to several. Oh, phew, wow. So Sounds kind of braggadocious. Combined, <laughs> maybe they're all my favorite. Oh, that counts. All right. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, cool. We're, we're just about out of time. So once again, the show's tonight at Blips and Shits. Starts at 10. Whoa. Is that right? Did you? S- okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you said something else. Oh, get the FCC. <laughs> no, no, we're good. It's the um, name of the, it's the, name of the yeah, place. Yeah, we know. <laughs> uh, starts, we, at, starts at 8, right? It starts at 8, yes. Yep. yep. Yes. Um, you yep. guys will be there, plus lots of local bands. Yeah. Our landmark, Longberg, Isaac Arms in the Extremities. Yep. Should be a good time. Yep. Uh, remind everyone where they can find you online. Sewingneedle.bandcamp.com. And yeah. we do maintain a Facebook and an Instagram. So please check out our content and like our posts and share and subscribe. <laughs> we're going to need as Content many. is king. Content is king. And we're going to need you to share and subscribe and mm-hmm. double tap. Um, yeah. Please do all that. All right. 
And um, is there anything else you want to say before we sign off? Yeah, we're going to play a cover. Um, we just learned this the other day. And uh, I love this song. It's by Gillian Welsh uh, called The Way It Will Be from her Harrow and the Harvest record. And uh, really big inspiration for me uh, lyrically and musically. And I wanted to pay homage to that. So Danny and I are going to play The Way It Will Be to close out our session. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming out here, guys. Thank you. Take it away. Three, four. I lost you a while ago. Still, I don't know why. I can't say your name without a crow flying by. Gotta watch my back Now let you turn me around Got me walking backwards Into my hometown Throw me a road On the rolling tide what did you want me to be? You said it's him or me The way you made it That's the way it will be It was seven years on the burning shore Gatling guns and paint Working the lowlands door to door Like a latter-day saint Then you turn me out At the top of the stairs Took all the glory that you just couldn't share. And I've never been so disabused, I've never been so mad. I've never been served anything that tasted so bad You might need a friend any day now any day Oh my brother be careful You are drifting away Throw me
That's the way it will be Thank you.